Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Back at it again, coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada, home of the Let's Talk Dubs One Crazy Weekend, and that show is going to be happening October 7th and 8th here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Kicks off Friday night with an organized strip cruise. Saturday, there's a car show during the day, a few-hour hiatus in between, and then 5.30 to 6 o'clock starts the poker run, the world-famous Let's Talk Dubs in the Wagon poker run, where you rally around Las Vegas, get your poker cards, come back, and win up to $1,500 cash money. That's right. Only car show that pays you to drive your car. Driving event on Friday, car show during Saturday, during the day, and then a rip-roaring time Saturday night, ripping your Volkswagen around Vegas with the chance to win $1,500. The only way we do it is right. So make sure you go to letstalkdubs.com, click on the Showtime link, and get your registration today. Let's Talk Dubs One Crazy Weekend. Speaking of shows, there's tons of shows coming up. The next one you'll get a chance to see George and myself at is going to be Doug's Bugs and Bunnies Bugarama happening Sunday, April 3rd. It's going to be at the Wild Horse Motorsports Park in Chandler, Arizona. So make sure you guys come down there, stop by the booth, say what's up. We're going to be taking the Let's Talk Dubs drag bug out there for a couple passes to see what she does. It'll be a good time for us. After that, the next event we're going to be going to, that's right, Bugarama. The VW Classic is back in Irvine, California. It's going to be happening Sunday, June 5th, but Friday is going to be the DKP meet. Saturday is going to be a bunch of other events going on, and it's going to be an unbelievable weekend just like it used to. And they're going to be doing the Host Hotel at the same location again. That's right. This time, the Host Hotel is called the Sonesta in Irvine. So maybe you guys should go ahead and book your rooms now. Feel free to call 1-800-767-3782 and use the code classic 22 for special roommates make sure you guys get there i'm gonna be coming down thursday afternoon i'm super stoked excited to get down there and looking to hang out with the guys from bugarama and watch the classic come back to life so super excited about that i hope you guys are as jazzed as i am because back in the days of parking lot hanging at the host hotel everybody talking shop and hanging out and a real good time throughout the entire weekend i'm looking forward to that this is episode 164 it's 164 episodes we got and if you haven't heard all of them go to my account on lib in just search let's talk dubs podcast and you can start from the beginning if this is the first one you're listening to we've got tons of content for you more vw podcast than you can shake a stick at that's for sure i want to remind you guys if you want to support the podcast make sure you go to let's talk dubs.com click on the merch page pick up some merch if you order some merch over the next two weeks i'm going to be in mexico guys so you have to wait a little bit before it gets shipped out but you'll get your package that's for sure always look to support the things that you enjoy and if you enjoy this podcast make sure you share it with a friend Click on the link at the bottom and forward it to your buddies. If you're listening on Apple, three little dots on the bottom, you can click that button that says download, share. It gives you all kinds of options. Hit share and share it in a text message or copy the link, post it on your Facebook page. There's lots of ways you guys can help me get the podcast out there for all those people to hear because think about how much you're enjoying it, how much somebody else would enjoy it too if you were able to bring them to this podcast. So I appreciate all you guys for listening. I look forward to seeing you guys at the upcoming events. I'm excited for this year, 2022, to start kicking off some of the show events. So I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty excited for it. And also you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel by the same name Let's Talk Dubs for uploaded video content of a lot of the podcasts. Got a long backlog of that stuff, so I'm working on them little by little and getting them out there, but here's where you can come for your weekly dose of VW Talk. On today's podcast, it's another one of the podcasts I did at the Grand National Roaster Show and I was able to run into Lance McDonald and Marty Salerno and they're with Moss Motorsports and they run the Carmageddon. They've got a super rad type 34 Carmen Gia drag bug real fast 
Uh, they've been all over the show circuit, uh, at a lot of the drag races all over the country. And we sit down with these guys and find out what they're all about coming out of Illinois, how they got the Carmageddon car built, how they got into drag racing, and their whole history together. So it's a great podcast. Enjoyed sitting down and chatting with these guys for a bit. It's just more of the Midwest scene coming to you from Let's Talk Dubs podcast. Uh, without any further ado, guys, let's get into it this week with Lance and Marty Carmageddon on Let's Talk Dubs. <music> So again, on our series of podcasts that we're pulling out from the Grand National Road Show, you know they've got one of everything here. One of the coolest things that's here, in my opinion, because I'm a Type 34 Gia guy, is Carmageddon. And Carmageddon is here, and that car is campaigned by Marty Salerno and Lance McDonald out of Roselle, Illinois. And they're with Mass Motorsports. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. So we've met before quite a few years ago we did 2015 yeah in 2015 we met at the vw classic exactly we got talking now you guys just did you got you guys just flew in for the event or did you no we trailered the car from roselle illinois that's right and we left um a week ago saturday but for this for this here this event only yeah so but when i met you guys you guys had no car you guys we just, no, we did we oh, did but we had uh a 71 Type 3 fastback, coral colored, called Tropical. Okay, I remember the 71 71 Type 3 fastback. Right. We typically start the podcast with how did you get into Volkswagens and what's your VW story? (laughs) Who's going first? Lance, let's get your VW story, how you get into Volkswagens. Okay. Um, It started a really long time ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was 17 years old. And my father had purchased a 70, 63 Beetle. And he decided that uh, he saw somewhere somebody was building a dune buggy. And so he wanted to build a dune buggy. So we, uh, we decided that we'd go out and buy one of the bodies. And, of course, it was one of the knockoff potato chip bodies. Sure. And, uh then he bought another 63 Volkswagen Beetle because he didn't want to cut up the one he was driving on a daily yeah. basis. And uh, the fortunate thing was that he kind of turned me over to uh, a gentleman named Otto Ruby who lived real close to uh, where we lived. And he was building go-karts. He was building like racing go-karts for him and his sons. And so uh, he told me, what to do with the taking the body off the chassis and all of that stuff. And then he said, you bring it over to my shop and then I'll help you shorten the pan and cut everything up and reinforce the pan and we'll mount the body and we'll get it all together over at my shop. And, uh, which we did. And, you know, being 17 years old and going to auto shop and machine shop and welding and all that, I thought I was pretty cool that I knew all these yeah. different things. And, uh, uh, we, he then turned my dad over to these guys at Gem Products, another go-kart place, but they were selling a lot of Empy and Superior and Pacer and all that. So he bought 
all the chrome pacer wheels and the exhaust and the two barrel intake and the big bore kit for a 40 horse, which I put all together, knowing nothing about really Volkswagens right. at that point in time. Uh, so that was building that dune buggy. That was that was my introduction. So that's to your it. introduction to yep. the VW world. Yep. Now, Marty, what about you? My introduction to Volkswagens <laughs> was. Um, had American cars, American muscle in high school. But in high school, I worked in the summertime for a park district uh-huh. and in, in, a, in a maintenance uh, capacity just during the summertime. And uh, I knew there was a guy that had a road race car in and around the area. And my dad used to go inside a restoration shop where Lance at the time was managing. And that, um, you know, I figured if I could somehow get affiliated that my father used to own a USEC stock car back in 1957. Uh-huh. So um, I detailed cars to put myself through high well, during high school and college. And my dad introduced me to Lance that we did a couple of cars. And there on the wall in 1982, I saw Lance's Sedan 5 Type 3 Fastback Road Racer. It looked like a 935, and I'm like, this is the coolest thing that I've ever seen. Unfortunately, Lance ran out of money, and the car was parked, but the friendship started then. And Lance then found me a 78 or 80 uh, Volkswagen Rabbit Mm -hmm. that... um, didn't run, needed brakes, had some. And so a water-cooled, I started in the water-cooled um, uh, with rabbits, Jettas, a Fox, a rabbit pickup truck. And then in 97, Lance, uh, Lance's both daughters had fastbacks, and he prepped the car for me to go in a street-class drag racing at Union Grove, Wisconsin. So oh, that's my air-cooled story of how it progressed and now do you guys do this for is this what you do guys do for a living or is this well, well is it well, purely, no, purely we're, we're both retired now yeah right, yeah right. but i i have been doing this essentially all my life mm-hmm. is working on vw's uh, as as a hobby mm-hmm. my full-time job uh for 40 years was automobile restoration so i've built lots of packers and pierce arrows and every done high level restoration real high level stuff and have ended up managing uh three or four different restoration shops uh i worked at a race car shop only for a couple of years and that really escalated my uh ideals for how to build cars and how to detail cars and stuff. We did a lot of Cobras, a lot of sport racers from the 50s and 60s and such. But uh, And then, of course, vintage racing was really catching on big in the 80s. And uh, so we would haul cars to the racetrack all the time. Road America was only three hours away from us, so yeah. that was our home track for going road racing. Now, the... Now- how soon do you guys? So the, he puts you in a in a drag car. He did. 
And, and it was at, totally stocked. And at this time, what, this is the mid-80s? 97. Or 1997. Yeah. So in 97, you're getting in the... Now, what, what type of Type 3 is it? What's well, the, a fastback. Yeah, yeah. And it was just uh, 1,600 fuel injection. Uh-huh. And it went 21 seconds. And he kind of introduced me to the Lance McDonald Drag Racing School of Etiquette. Yeah, which of is? using Well, you know, you're using the handbrake as your staging brake, yeah. you know, and told me where the shift and, you know, watch the light and when I should be coming down. And before you know it, Bill, I somehow made it to the semifinals the first time that, like, I went out. And I don't know how that happened. He seen me, and I'm going lap after lap after lap, you know. So it's like any racer out there. I go to him, and that was like the first year, and I'm like, well, I like to go a little bit faster. Well, Lance Bills is 1776, so we crack into the 19s, and then in crack, 19 crack into the 19s, right? <laughs> really cracking, <laughs> right? You're reading a but, book, right? Yeah. Right, exactly, right. And actually, had to get a racing transmission then before. You yeah. Know. So in 1999, we secured some sponsorship, and in eight months and eight days. We built a mid-13-second Volkswagen Fastback that was the car that originally was doing 21 seconds. I mean, a 13-second Fastback is a fast car. That is a fast car. and Because they weigh quite a bit more than a Beetle. A couple pounds yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. And so to get that thing fast, I mean, it's got a better shape, in my opinion, as yeah, far as for, absolutely. for aerodynamics and whatnot. And it's not shaped so much like a wing that it's going to try to take off at the right. end. But you get into that, and you get your first sponsor, and you run into that. What follows? What follows after the fastback? How long do you campaign the fastback when you hit your 13 second quarter mile? And then what? What makes the? Who makes the decision? Like, let's go bigger. Well, that was that was the decision. We ran that for about three years, and then we deemed that. I told him, I said, we we can go faster. I'm smart enough today that I can understand how all this stuff works. I'm ready to make the next step. Yeah. And I said, let's we'll back half the car. And he's going, we ain't back half in this car. That's a big deal. Yeah, Those, back half in the car. It's for, never going back to a street car. No. He said, forget about it. We're not doing that. And I said, then we're building a new car. Okay. So the idea to start the new car was next. And I said... You can pick the car, whatever you want to drive, but it's got to be a Type 3. It can't be a Beetle. It can't be anything else. Now, why else. were you so fixated on a Type 3? Just say no to bugs. Right? That, like, everybody's got a Camaro. Everybody's got a bug. Exa- exactly. Different. I didn't want a Chevy 2. I, 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 want, I want something different. Yeah. So I told him, I said, you can pick any Type 3 you want, and we already have a Fastback. So you pick whatever you want. You want to do another fastback? Fine. You don't want to do it? Good, too. But he came back to me, and he goes, I, I got the car picked out. This was about a week later. He said, I picked the car out. And I said, okay, what did you pick out? And he goes, a Carmen Ghia. And I'm going, you're going after the Holy Grail, dude. I said, I don't know where you're even going to find one. He goes, I found two. Found two Type 34 Ghias. Yep. And I said, where are they at? He goes, Oklahoma City, Norman, Norman, Oklahoma. (laughs) And I I said, okay, so uh, takes a day or two and and we load up, we get a trailer and we got a truck and uh, we make it out there in 14 hours. And there's two, there's a body and a car sitting in this guy's yard. So we brought a single 
trailer, a trailer oh, that God. could a small a single car trailer, a small car, enclosed right. trailer that could handle one car. So before we left, I loaded up my sawzall and my uh, generator, uh, generator, <laughs> and and out we went. And uh, I, the body was sitting there, and I looked at it, and I go, the body is nice. The car, not so nice, but it's rolling on four wheels. So we cut the roof off the nice car right. and lifted the body up and set it on the rolling car and pushed it in the trailer, and back to the to Illinois we came. And so the, the journey started in 2002, Bill. That was our, all, that was our start. starting then building so Carmageddon. You've, you've had Carmageddon for 20 years. Yeah, essentially. Exactly. Um, and when you first get the car on the track, it's a, I mean, no one's running. Is this the first Type 34 drag car that's, that was built? No, no. I think the CSP car was and the Velociraptor C- were CSP probably. CSP in Germany, Velociracer. Velociracer. Yeah. Those those cars were. And I think uh, there may be one or two other in England or Germany. Right. Oh, that's that, a, it seems to be a pretty popular car for being as rare as it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. The the company that built the, the front-end fiberglass mold and everything, they were working on a car for, or they built a body for a car that wanted the world's fastest four-cylinder door slammer and they had to build the mold for a stock type 34 and then extended a foot because it was a front engine car oh really so now the guy's got molds for the extended and the stock and we ended up bought, buying the stock molds from him uh when we crashed our car oh man and so when you start campaigning that car you guys you guys yourselves do the whole chassis and everything? Or yes. Right? Yeah. I really? built, the whole, he built, built the whole chassis. Car. So yeah. where are you going for insight and tips and tricks and all that stuff on building that, dude? Most of it is just reading magazines. Yeah, you know, seeing looking. what the guys are doing in the West. Because you guys are in Chicago. It's not a, not a lot of people no. out no. In, in Chicago in the VWC. No. Right? no. Well, that's what I was a subscriber to Volk's World. Yeah. And they showed a couple. They did a full blown apart of that the other car. Yeah, the CSP they, car, didn't they? Um, probably sometime <laughs> later. Mm-hmm. Um, but early on, there was a, a picture in there of a couple of different Type 34 guys that were racing them over there in England. And I'm looking at the car and I'm going, there's. It looks like they got a fiberglass front end. They got a removable front end. The front end's sitting over here on the side. And here's the car. And I'm, I'm looking at it, and I read the article, and it's DRE Composites. Yeah. And so it's Dale Edmonds is the guy. And I, it, it takes me a long time to finally get a hold of him and find him. And he's willing to build a front end for us. But it takes more than nine months to, to get it and get them paid it. and ship yep. it and exactly. receive it. And so, but when it comes... We're not disappointed, and it certainly saved time of us building the molds sure. and casting the pieces. Because for my road race car, I did all that. I build the molds, I cast all the pieces, and a lot of work. It was a lot of work. So, so now you guys, when you guys first campaign the car, what do you? What's your engine setup? You like you guys are like we're going full, full out pro, right? We built we built a twenty three eighty seven. What's the what's the class you guys run in? We were, we wanted to run all motor. That's what we really intended this to be to be like an NHRA all motor car. Yeah, that's what we wanted to do. Um, 
Scott Kelly was running in all motor class, and he was the champion the first year. I yep. think I think he was either a very uh, high, like a ten eighty somewhere around there. And I thought we can build that. We can build a car to go ten eighty or ten sixty or whatever. And uh, by the time that we started building the car and, and getting all the things the way that we wanted to get it, uh, Jose Padilla in the RX-7, uh, he killed that class by going like nine, nine so 80s or something. The Battle of the Import series? Yeah, that right, exactly. That's, that's what that we... NHRA. Correct. NHRA. And, and when you the, guys get into this, the NHRA is just starting Jay, to do the Battle well, of the Import Well, and then they're exiting out, Bill. Yeah. yeah. So we got in. Gone from that class. And, yeah, right. Yeah, so we, we kind of gave that idea up after a while and decided we're just going to stick to Volkswagen events and run Super Pro. And so what class, so how often do you guys campaign the car over the next, I mean, you guys campaigned it every year since? We have. We have. We still, have. it's an active car? And still yep. a very active car. Yep. So and wh- where are you getting your race, your seat time at? When, when we first started, there was an awful lot of races going on in the Midwest, uh, we've raced in Wisconsin. We've raced in Michigan a lot. There were a number of tracks that we could race in Michigan. Uh, we do uh, import races at Route 66 in Illinois, uh, Ohio, Indiana, Ohio. Yep, we, Indiana. Anywhere we could find a, a track to race on, and we did a lot of practicing at Route 66 with it too. Uh, had to run a few V8 events, but we tried. To, we tried. To stay away from that, because most of those cars are automatic cars, yes. and, and you're full four speed. We are speed? full four speed cars. Four speed yes, car. yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's work. So who does? Yeah. So you guys build the engine, the tranny, everything. Um, we do. Lance does the engine, transmission, uh, Rancho transmissions, but Lance sets up the entire car, yeah. and I drive. So you've gone from 19 seconds to what's the fastest quarter mile you've so now? So fastest at Route 66. Bill is a 10.56 at 128 miles, and Carmageddon in 2013, its fastest eighth, was at Irwindale Raceway of a 6.63 at 103 miles an hour. 60 foot times, never did before except at Irwindale, 137. Wow, that's incredible. I launched the car at 8,000 RPM, I shifted at 8,500 RPM. Wow, so that's a that's a pretty good motor. That's a pretty solid built motor. You guys run all? Is it full aftermarket twenty three eighty seven or stock block? <laughs> yeah, it's, no, nothing. There's a dry there's sump. There's nothing. Dry that, sump motor. No, no, it's no. wet. Wet sump motor. It's wet the sump. distributor drive gear is the only VW part in the engine. Wow, that's it. And of course, that's modified. How do you too. guys? How do you guys feel being here at the Grand National Roadster Show? It, it it's it's a dream come true. I mean, to think about two guys from Illinois getting picked out of the, the, the country full of people to it, bring that Carmageddon. Thousands here. of cars. And during the middle of COVID, I saw the one sentence in Hot VW saying that the Volkswagens were thinking about coming to GNRS. And there was an email and I typed an email and I didn't hear anything for months. And then all of a sudden I got an email and a phone call back from Carpomer. 
And how? Who's your sponsor? Let's not forget your. You, you guys have a main sponsor for the. We color. do uh, applied geoscience. Applied geoscience uh, out of Schaumburg, Illinois. They're a geotechnical engineer. My background before retirement was civil engineering, mm-hmm. so there was a relationship there, and we've had um, um, other sponsors. Uh, right now, uh, for the uh, for the GNRS ISP West out of Carson, California. Nice. Uh, that we've been buying parts in. And uh, Alex is on board, and we've known Alex when his first shop was on Imperial Highway. We met him yeah. way back, like in the '80s. Well, that, listen, only classy guys have Type 34s. There's three classy dudes at this table, <laughs> and I have two of them at home. Yeah. Okay. So I'm uh, I'm excited to be able to get out, sit down with you guys, and, and, and get your story. Um, what when's the, are you guys are still campaigning the car? When's the next race you're headed to? We'll be testing in the spring, probably in Indiana. It's a little track near the house, Morocco, Indiana, waiting to see the status of Route 66 in Joliet, Illinois, for testing or racing. Uh, there's an event in uh, Xenia, Ohio, which is outside Dayton. Uh, are Martin, those VW events or just yeah, that's no, June 19th. V, yeah, just all VW events, car show, drag racing. And then uh, we've been going since the very first in Martin, Michigan. It's US 131, and that's an all Volkswagen event. And it's it's a premier track, and they really do a nice job of Volkswagens. So you guys never thought, let's turbo it. <laughs> I've got a I've got a nitrous kit that we bought a year or two ago, and it's sitting in the basement collecting dust. So you just you're you're, you're all about we 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 talk about it. We think that it might be a direction to go, but I, I'm you know the, it's the idea of I guess I must like struggling or something because it's a pan car. We got torsion bars and stock suspension, and it, it's tough to get that thing down the track. So you know it's a lot of work. You got to keep on it all the time yeah. with tire pressures and and camber angles and all that stuff to get it going to get it down the track. Rejetting all the time to to get the carbs and the atmosphere and the weather right. Uh, it's a science. Yeah, it, it, and it takes time. It's not a. It's you know it's not something that you learn overnight or that you can just read a book and you understand it you got to be on the on this ground all the time looking at stuff you know so uh uh i love a challenge i don't think i i just don't think that it'll ever be uh a power adder i just think it's always going to be naturally aspirated and you know the carbs have grown bigger and bigger and uh what are you running for carbs now right now we started out at 48s and now we're running 51 and a halfs and uh, when when the day comes that we finish our NHRA car, which is the old fastback that we were running, that we've built the motor up for that, that'll have 52 millimeter carburetors, which is the max yeah. that you can have for it. So, well, that's exciting, man. I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad I got to share with you guys to be here today. Thank you for this Thank event. Um, I've loved the car for a long time. I'm gonna run down there and get some video of it so we can have it for this video and. Uh, I appreciate you guys from coming on. Thanks Thanks, very much. Thanks. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks. Short and sweet. That's how that podcast ended up being, but it was good content with uh, Marty and Lance and look forward to seeing that car out on the track soon enough. Uh, If you guys get a chance to watch that car run, it's a phenomenal looking car. They're two great guys. Make sure you guys go up and talk to them. Check out Carmageddon, the baddest type 34 drag car in the U.S.
Don't forget, if you like this podcast, some of your friends can't listen to an hour-long podcast and I'm this one. It's a short one, a little under 30 minutes. But until next week, guys, later. A Volkswagen is a nice station wagon to have a